0: What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And today we are looking at another magic card from the upcoming Corset 2021. And today we are going to be looking at Sublime Epiphany. So the reason that I selected this card was, one, it did get released today. um, But also, it has an interesting build, an interesting design, plus some really bizarre artwork that I really appreciate. Like, I do enjoy... um, I enjoy imagery that kind of makes you go huh and this definitely qualifies so sublime epiphany is an instant for six and which i got to say that alone right there like and okay it's an instant for six that is a rare if i see an instant for six that's a common before i even read the text box i just assume okay this is probably gonna suck um but if i see a rare with those kinds of stats like it's gonna do something interesting because wizards is really really careful about what they allow to happen at instant speed, generally speaking. I mean, I understand that the flash decks have been kind of running rampant in standard right now, um, which was by design, but in any event, they still don't, they're limited in the amount of big plays, the amount of big mana cost plays, so Sublime Epiphany costs six, choose one or more, no restriction, no specific number, just or more, you can pick whatever You can pick one, two, all, none. I mean, well, at least one. But you can pick all or as few as one uh, or any combination in between. Counter target spell. Okay. So a counter spell for six, not a great value. But what else do we get with this? Counter target activated or triggered ability. Ooh. Okay. Now all of a sudden things are looking interesting. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. That's just great. There's no question about that. Create a token that's a copy of target creature you control. Or, and, and, or, target player draws a card. So, this right here is like cryptic command on steroids. And I appreciate that. I think this is super, super fun. So if there's a spell on the stack, you can just counter it. If there's an ability on the stack, basically the way that you use this card is you put it in a deck where you have a lot of big non-legendary creatures that you're going to want to copy or creatures that have some kind of value built onto them. So like in the very first thing I think of is a Demir flash deck in standard. And I wouldn't run four of these in a Demir flash deck in standard. I would say like one because it's very situational. But in that one situation, holy crap. So if you can imagine for a second, this popping off is you're hitting a counter spell that can hit either a spell or an ability. You are also getting a boomerang off of this. Um, And the other cool thing about that boomerang, it's a straight up boomerang. And when I say boomerang, I'm referring to the card that bounces any non-land permanent or actually boomerangs any permanent. This one is any non-land permanent. So that's good. But. You're just taking a permanent. It can be your opponent's. It can be yours. It doesn't matter. And that's something that's really interesting because cards like Brazen Borrower, which is kind of the bounce du jour right now can only touch um, permanents that your opponent controls. So it's a great tempo play against your opponent, but that's all it is. it is. It can't, um, You can't use it to combo your own permanence back up to your hand. Well, Sublime Epiphany, you can. So that's pretty rad. Then, create a token that's a copy of Target Creature Control. That ability, being able to clone stuff, is awesome. So if you have a Brineborn Cutthroat Down, or a Slither Wisp, or a um, freaking Nightpack Ambusher, I mean, there are so many things that getting a second copy of would be just truly backbreaking for your opponent in that style of deck. And this gives you one of those on top of everything else you're getting. And then you draw a freaking card! What's not to love? Like, seriously, this card is phenomenal. Like, in a in a Flash deck, whether you're running Demir, whether you're running Simic, whether you're trying to make sultai work, or if you're going to straight blue, there's actually straight blue Flash running around right now that I've run into a couple of times in Arena. Um, and actually, just before recording this, got completely whipped by one of those very decks. And it's just really, really good. Like, Flash is just really good right now, um, which is mildly problematic when I'm trying to run, like, mid-range fair stuff. I um, guess that's, like that's the best matchup for flash but um in any event this card is an awesome just top end like this is the blue flash equivalent of a board wipe against aggro like it is just whatever you need it to be in that moment and it's like 15 of those things so there are so many situations where this will just be amazing that that's that's the thing the the floor on this card The absolute bottom end of this card is counter a spell, draw a card for six. Like, that's a little expensive, but I've seen worse. So that's actually not bad. So counter a thing, draw a card. Okay. Counter a thing, probably bounce a thing, draw a card. I mean, but the the thing is, the top end on this is stop your opponent from doing exactly what they want on one, potentially two different fields like if you're in a situation where there's a spell and an ability on the stack which is not unheard of like these things happen like it's rare but it's possible like there is a possibility in which you hit every single mode of this you stop your opponent's plans completely and you just double down on yours by creating that additional token and the card replaces itself in your hand six is expensive it is a hefty cost to play but it's not that hard. And this is, this has enough power on it, so it's a counterspell that I really wouldn't mind running in Commander either. Because if somebody is about to have a really big explosive turn, and the reason that I'm calling this out specifically is because I'm of the belief that counterspells should be pretty limited in Commander, just because the tempo of going one for one with an opponent's spell is a lot less valuable when you have three other opponents that you're worrying about in a 1v1 context being able to stop a spell that your opponent is trying to use to progress their game plan can be really really handy and can really help you win a game in a four or five player pod that doesn't really work because there are plenty of other people who also have spells and then the one person is just salty at you because you didn't let them do the thing they wanted to do so in those situations counter spells should really be limited to when somebody's trying to end the game or end you and like if that can come in and kind of save the day you know if somebody tries to cast an armageddon being able to counter that for everybody you know do do a big old favor to everybody at the table like that's meaningful that's real i can appreciate that but sublime epiphany, like it just because you have so many modes, this thing is just so ridiculously flexible, and so really any blue deck that is running in a format where you can consistently get six mana on board, this is not a bad idea to be running this. Um, it's just a freaking good card. So you're gonna see it in standard. You're gonna see it in commander. You're, I mean, we're gonna see this thing in brawl like crazy if that's your jam on arena. Um, You know, I don't know how much we're going to see it in... uh, I'm guessing it's probably not going to see Modern play, but I could be wrong, because Cryptic Command is all over the place in Modern, and I'll be honest, I don't really know it super well. Um, And given the control pieces that are available in Modern and, like, Historic, a really solid control deck that's designed to stall out the game, um, and this this is almost a finisher at that point, because it's just so strong at what it does. You know, this is the thing that you use... When your opponent is just leading into that last gasp where they're just trying to make something happen and you can just slam the nail in the coffin and say, nope, absolutely not. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Oh, that is back in your hand. Oh, and I have two of these now. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and draw a card. Cool. Is your turn done? Like, that's insane. It's truly insane. Like, this is every single thing a control deck wants to do. I am so glad this costs six. I am so glad this costs six. Because if this cost any less than 6, get out of here. This is truly insane. And to be honest, at 6, given the amount of value that you're capable of getting out of this card, 6 might actually be low. Like, it's just so freaking good. Like, this is, just, like, right out of the gate became my new favorite counterspell. And it's funny, because I don't play a lot of... Um, I don't play a lot of control magic because I know how bad it feels to go up against, and I don't like those feelings. Like I don't like having that. Although I'm coming around to it. Actually, I do have a Demir flash deck that I'm working on in um in Arena right now, just because. I feel like that's you know we're getting to a point where that's just kind of what you need to do to be viable or like that's just one of the one of the good decks out there and I'm just kind of coming to grips with the fact that competitive ranked play is different from casual Commander um, and those those are different games and it just needs to be that way and eh, that is what it is and so I'm coming around to it so hopefully I'll hopefully that mentality will help a little bit so I don't tilt quite so badly when uh, Teferi resolves against me on the ladder uh, while I'm live on stream. But let's be honest, it probably will be. And now, that particular deck, or that particular style of control, has a brand new toy at six. So, I don't know. There may come a day when I truly despise Discard and everything it stands for, uh, because of that moment, when I try to play my last gasp to try to come back around and make something happen out of nowhere. And my opponent throws this at me. So I have a feeling you're going to be seeing me uh, get really frustrated on on stream over on twitchtv hamhocks 42 um, as this uh, resolves against me in the near future. <sighs> so yeah, strap in. This is this is interesting. This is going to be fun. And the artwork, by the way, it's an image. It's very um. What's the expressionist? Is that the? It's it's not abstract. It's very um. I don't, I don't know art terms, I gotta be honest. So I'm sorry all you artists out there that I'm not able to speak the speak the right language. But it's showing an image of a woman um, with a key in her temple and opening her face like a door and it's showing like a multi-level multi, uh, like terrace or like what almost looks like a palace inside her head. Um, and she's also like neck deep in water, and there are ethereal butterflies and birds flying out of her head that is like wide open for some reason. It's very weird. It's a it's a it's a pretty trippy um little piece of artwork. But it's interesting. I gotta give it that. And the name, Sublime Epiphany. This is trying to capture that moment when you're thinking of a problem that you've been dealing with for a long time, whether that's something related to work, something related to a relationship, something related to finance, or something more existential, and you have that moment where something clicks, and you just kind of go, oh, right, that's it. And so the fact that it's the sublime epiphany means that this is pretty big. This is like the moment of coming to enlightenment, um, which is a weird, um, that that is a bizarre choice, flavorfully, for something that is, a weird counter spell, but you do draw a card, you do create copies. Like this is a moment in a control deck kind of a situation. This is you are ascending. Like as the player, like your board state, your pace in the game is take going on to the next level. You're it's a it's a great um apotheosis, if you will, in that moment. So the fact that that's kind of being what's represented here is fun. I can appreciate that. So it's interesting, which is, of course, what I say at the end of most of these episodes, because I find magic cards interesting, which is why I'm doing this freaking show. Anyway, so this has been Sublime Epiphany. It comes out in M21. It's very interesting. I'm I'm intrigued to see it in action, and I got to admit, I'm probably going to be slotting one of these into any flash decks in the near future, just because on that one situation which it goes off, oh boy, that's just delightful. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate you, and I will catch you guys next time.